So the idea of you giving yourself that high five, you may find that you fall down or you may fall that, you know, you're having a tough day. But the fact that you are taking the step to give yourself a high five means that you are on the right track and that if you continue to do it, you're going to persist and things will eventually change. Welcome to the Wayward Lasses All the Things podcast. In this podcast, we explore all the things that we have battled with and triumphed over along our own health and wellness journeys. Our goal is to provide real content for real women at every age and stage in life and to bring encouragement and community to all of our wayward lasses out there. Are you ready to make a change and start your journey to becoming the best version of yourself? You've come to the right place. Let's go. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of the Wayward Lasses All the Things podcast. I'm your host today, Brittany, joined by only my mom today, the Mm, marvelous mother. <laughs> we did intriguing Amy last time. Uh, the the very mother, magnificent mother, Amy. Hello, everyone. How y'all and doing? We, how y'all doing? And we're missing Courtney today. You know, that's what happens though. Sometimes all the things happen at one time. And uh, that's why we are glad we are a trio and we can have each other's backs whenever that is necessary. So, yeah, high five there. High five there. Yeah, we miss you. <laughs> so today we're going to be talking about, I think this is our new favorite author and a motivational speaker, uh, Mel Robbins and her High Five Challenge and a little bit about her book, The High Five Habit. But before we do that, we are going to stick with our normal routine of trivia. And I chose trivia today and I chose maybe something that you will know, mom, it's 80s trivia questions. Oh my God. I don't know. I wasn't born yet. What are you? <laughs> I think you can get some of these because right. I know some of these. All right. Okay. Ready? Let's do a few. Let's do a few. Here we go. Um, I'm not sure if you're going to know it, but what year was the album Purple Rain released? Oh, man. How about um, 1984? That's it. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> Yay! What a guess! What a guess! Next one. In the Breakfast Club, what song plays during the opening and closing credits? Uh. Oh. All I can hear is OMB if you leave, but it's not it. Don't you? Oh, that's right. Don't you? Forget about me. That's right. Wow. All right. Have you seen the movie? You've seen the movie 16 Candles. Yes. What kind of car does Jake Ryan's father drive? Oh, my God. Let me drive like a... Um, it's two words. Mustang? Mm-mm. A Corvette. Two, two words. A red Corvette. No! <laughs> <laughs> A Rolls Royce. A Rolls Royce. Oh, whatever. Okay, I'm sucking already. <laughs> Which Madonna song ranked number two on the Billboard list of year-end Hot 100 songs in 1985? Like a virgin. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Okay. One more. I have one more. 
One more. Hmm. Which will you know? Which will I get? That's pretty sad. <laughs> You've seen Pretty in Pink, right? Yes. Do you remember the character Ducky? Yes. Who plays Ducky? Oh my God! Forget it. I can't. John. Forget. Yeah, John. And what? I forgot his last name. Cry baby. Crier. <laughs> You got about half of them right. It was decent. Uh, it's terrible. It was decent. All right. <laughs> okay, maybe I should go further back in time for next year. No, no, no. I just I didn't really watch like eighties movies like like you. Like I wasn't a hundred percent invested as I was watching. I was probably doing other things. So like whatever. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, guys. So we are going to be talking about the high five challenge today. And I'll, I'll go ahead and first how, oh, hello, describe first how I heard about Mel Robbins. I was listening to the Boss Babe podcast and Mel Robbins was one of the guests on the show one time. And I, her story was just super intriguing. And if you want to learn more about her, you're definitely going to have to read her book because she really goes into all that, all her struggles and everything. But one thing that she talked about was the high five challenge. Um, and she has a couple other five things like the the five, four, three, two, one, you know, mm-hmm. jump off. But the high five challenge was something that we talked that she talked about. And I started reading into it. And basically you look, look at yourself in the mirror, you say some words of affirmation or something encouraging, like, Hey, you got this, you got up today. Great job. And you literally high five yourself in the mirror and you move on with your day. And I've actually been doing this for quite some time. You might have heard me talk about it before, but it's kind of like one of my favorite parts of the morning. Um, When you think of a high five, it's like the universal gesture of, hey, good job, right? Would you not agree? Yeah. And so like no matter what language you're speaking or where you're from, if if you give somebody a high five, it's like, hey, man, you did a good job. And the whole purpose, I would say, you know, behind all of it is, We work so hard and we are so quick to judge ourselves and put ourselves down. We hardly ever take the time to give ourselves a high five and be like, hey, you did great today. You did great doing this. So it's taking just maybe 15 seconds, 10 seconds, no matter whatever, how long your affirmations are, whatever you want to say in the mirror, just give yourself a second and cheer yourself on because you deserve it. What do you think, mom? I agree. Um, so I got turned on to Mel Robbins because Brittany said, hey, check out this challenge. So I, I started uh, looking into it and I actually uh, listened to the audible, the, the high five, the high five. High five. Habit. Habit. And what I really liked about Mel Robbins is she was down to earth and she backed up a lot of the things that she said with research. Uh, as far as motivational things to say to yourself, we talked about affirmations in the beginning. One of the things Mel had touched upon was, you know, a lot of the affirmations tell you to look in the mirror and say, you know, I am beautiful. I am this. I am. But you can't really start to act upon it or change yourself when you don't really believe in it. Um if you don't think you're beautiful, if you think you're ugly, if you think you're fat, if you think you're short, you're skinny, whatever it might be, and you look in the mirror and you say, I am beautiful, you could go under the under the, the thought of, well, I'll just 
fake it till I make it type of thing. But Mel uses a different approach. Like don't don't say those types of things because you don't necessarily believe it right now. So when you do the high five, it's more like, hey, you got this or hey, you know, we're going to tackle the day today. Something really simple that you can believe in. So I like that about her when, when she talked about that, because for me, it made it more, I guess, real, if you will, or, or something more that I could leech on to because it, it, it sounded more realistic to me. And then the other thing, like I touched upon, was she backed things up with research. Oftentimes, you, heal, you will hear people talk about doing things a certain way. Uh, but not necessarily backing things up with research. I'm the type of person who likes to, when you tell me something, you know, back it up, especially if you want me to do this on a regular basis. I, I don't like to follow blindly. Um, is it okay if I just touch upon one of the examples, Brett? Yeah. <laughs> so, so one of the things that she uh, talked about is the research of there were uh, a bunch of grade school kids who were tasked with doing uh, a difficult task and they were broken out into three groups and they were each given one form of motivation one group was uh told hey you're great they you know they were praised for their trait hey you're great hey you're you know you're very creative um one was praised on their effort wow what a great job you've been doing and the other group was simply just given a high five. And the end result of this was that the group that were told that they were smart and talented, they were the least motivated. And they were the one who had the least amount of fun. The group that was praised for their effort, well, they showed great enjoyment and they did have a high level of persistence. However, the group that was told nothing but simply given high fives they found that that was the best motivation. The kids in that group felt very positive about themselves and their efforts. And despite the fact that they made mistakes, they persisted. So the whole high five, what it signifies, like Brittany said, hey, you know, great job. Um, that, that's, it's a universal thing as far as when you give a high five. It's showing other people like, hey, good job, or hey, I believe you, or hey, I got your back, or it gives you that, that feeling of oh, I'm going to keep going. I've got I've got your support, right? So I opted to do the the high five habit challenge as well because when I well, we'll talk about the book next episode. But when I started reading her book, it really gave me something to say. Hey, you know I can do this because a lot of the things that are in this book are are very reasonable and have a lot of credence based on the research that's behind it. Yes, yes, yes. Love it, love it, love it. So the high five challenge. Basically, if you go to high, the number five challenge.com, you can sign up for free with Mel Robbins. It is a five day challenge, basically to boost your confidence, overcome fear and learn life changing habits. When you sign up, you're joining a community. Um, I can't remember how many countries she said, but it's like global people mm -hmm. all over the country are doing this. Um, 
they've joined the challenge. Like I said, it's free. And they take pictures of themselves, high-fiving themselves, and they post it. And uh, you can tag Amel and the whole community online. And basically, you're just joining a group of people who are same as you and me and mom, as we're just wanting to have some positive energy in our lives. We're trying to promote and, and um, what's the word I'm looking for? I encourage ourselves to keep pushing through the day because sometimes your days can be hard. So you're automatically joining a huge uh, community. In addition to that, you get five days of video lessons and there's some bonus challenges as well. So if you go to high5challenge.com, you can sign up for free. Mom and I are going to be, I think we already signed up, right? Mm-hmm. I haven't started doing it yet. I, I figured I would start tomorrow. Yes. yes, I have not started yet either. So we will start tomorrow. We're going to be taking pictures of ourselves doing the high five challenge. We should po- we'll post it on our Wayward Lasses Facebook community page and Instagram, and we have a Twitter as well. And we'll be tagging uh, Mel Robbins and the community in it. But we really, really encourage you guys to join us the high five challenge. And like I said. Every morning, say something encouraging to yourself that you believe. Give yourself that high five and kind of move on. And it's kind of silly at first because you're like, how do I like high five myself? But um, <laughs> I, get, I get super into it now. It's, I enjoy it. Have you, have you done it yet, Mom? No, I haven't done it. But uh, it, it does sound silly. But you know what? It's very simple that you – it's not something that, you know, you got to go out of your way and do. You can find a mirror and just – High five yourself. Yeah, so. yes, absolutely. Love it. Okay, something else I wanted to talk about with Mel Robbins, and I she likes the number five, is I briefly said it earlier, is that countdown five, four, three, two, one. So uh, we'll talk about it a little bit towards the end, but she has the five-second rule method of if you are trying to go do something, if you don't do it within the first five seconds, you're not going to do it. So she counts down. If she says, okay, like, you know, maybe I want to go do the laundry. Oh, no, I don't want to. No, here I go. Five, four, three, two, one, get up and go do it. Mm-hmm. So in the morning, if you're having trouble getting up in the morning, even getting to that mirror, try giving yourself the five second countdown. Don't let your thoughts and your negativity and maybe some laziness um, get in the way of you accomplishing the things that you want to do. So count down from five, get into that mirror and give yourself that high five. Have you used that yet? I have not used that yet. Um, one thing I, I do want to tell our listeners, though, too, is it, just remember, uh, whatever negativity you're facing, um, any negative thoughts you have as a result of you know, people's opinions or maybe self-doubt that you have, your, have your, about yourself, doing this act is not going to make your problems go away, right? It's going to put you in the right mindset so that you do have the ability to move forward. Um, And also, it's not going to make any issue that you have go away overnight. But again, it's going to give you the fortitude and the confidence to move forward. Because as I gave you that example about the the grade school students were simply given a high five and asked to do a difficult task. They were the ones who were motivated, motivated and persisted regardless of their mistakes. So the idea of you giving yourself that high five, you may find that you fall down or you may fall that, you know, you're having a tough day. But the fact that you are taking the step to give yourself a high five means that you are on the right track and that if you continue to do it, you're going to persist. 
and things will eventually change. Exactly. Exactly. Because I feel like even in our workforce, it's like no one wants to say they want gratitude or to be told that they're doing a good job. But sometimes you're working your butt off and it goes unnoticed. And no one really gives you that high five or that congratulations or that encouragement that we all look for. So why not just give it to yourself? I don't yeah. need to look I don't need to look elsewhere for approval. I'm gonna give it to myself because I know I'm doing a good job. Yeah. High five. <laughs> I wonder where that first originated. Oh well, maybe that's something that we'll uh, <laughs> we'll talk about next week. Yeah, and then so um, we've got a shorter episode today, but next week we're going to be talking about Mel Robbins' book, The High Five Habit, which is a fantastic book. You guys should all read it. Actually, Mom and I just finished it. We used Audible. I really do like Audibles. I do too. <laughs> yes, um, but you should definitely. Definitely give it a shot and read it because we're going to be talking about it next week. But something that we wanted to mention before we ended today um, was the five habits that she talks about. So um, we're going to go over those. Mom, you have them listed down and we're going to uh, list each and kind of briefly talk about it real quick and the importance of them. And um, I feel like when you hear them, you're like, okay, these all make sense. Like these are all things, of course, these are things that you're going to do you should do. But hearing it listed as just five simple steps, I feel like it's more, I can, I can take it on because it doesn't seem like, okay, I have to do all these things. Yeah. And, and they are simple, which makes it easier to be able to follow through with. So there's actually six of them. Uh, The first one is put yourself first. So she, she qualifies that by saying, get up when the alarm rings. And then Brittany had actually alluded saying, you know, if you have a hard time getting up, do the five, four, three, two, one. All right, here we go. That type yeah. of thing. Right? Actually, um, sorry, I keep going. No, go ahead. I was saying something else I do because I, if my phone ends up in my hand, I'm not getting out of bed. Ever since I read <laughs> The Miracle Morning, I have to put my phone across the room yeah, um, because, I, you know, I have to get up. But sometimes I'm like, oh, the the, the phone is ringing. I'll, I'll launch myself out. Five, four, three, two, one. I get up and I physically have to move to get my phone. But there are some days where I grab my phone and come lay back in bed and I'll be like, okay, let's take a five minute nap and I'll wake up. <laughs> as soon as it's, as it's in my hand, uh, I'm out for like another hour. So yes. All right. Wake up to the number alarm. two. Number two is tell yourself what you need to hear. Say, I'm okay. I'm safe. I'm loved. Yeah. So she prefaces this in the book by, it's like giving your heart a hug. Yep. So she says she puts her hands on her heart. She takes deep. She takes a deep breath and says, "I'm okay. I'm safe. I'm loved." And the first time I heard that, I was like, mm, "That's kind of weird." But when you think about it, sometimes it's very often every day that you don't feel okay, and there might be times where you don't feel safe, and there might be a whole lot more times where you don't feel loved. Yeah. And it's like I think Bloom's tax not the Bloom's taxonomy. That's education. What is the Haslow's oh. needs? Yes. Maslow. So, Maslow. Yeah. Like the, the basic innate needs of anyone is anybody is to feel like safe and nurtured and loved mm-hmm. and to feel okay. And only if you feel that as a child or as, as an adult, are you able then to learn and grow and move to the higher levels of thinking and behavior and cognitive patterns, all of those types of things. So as simple and silly as it sounds to say those three words, I'm okay, I'm safe, I'm loved, I think sometimes we take that for granted. Um, 
and just and just never think about that. So I definitely think I started doing that um, after I finished the book the other day. Just as soon as I get up and I turn off my alarm, I take a second. I just put my hands on my chest. I take a deep breath and I say those three words and it kind of just calms me down. You know, because sometimes you can wake up in the morning and you think, I just did it. <laughs> you wake up in the morning and you might have some anxiety of like, oh my gosh, all these things I have to do today. I'm never going to have enough time. And the morning now has become like my time for me. And I yeah. don't want to interrupt that with all of these crazy emotions and negativity or anxiety. So by taking just literally three seconds of my day, hugging my heart and saying those three words, it kind of calms me and puts me I don't know. In, in a, I can do this mode. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. I can't wait to start this. <laughs> <laughs> All right. The third thing is give yourself a gift. Now, this is probably not the type of gift that you're thinking about, but <laughs> make your bed. So I like this because if anything, now, now really take a second to think about this. If anything, making your bed signifies accomplishing at least one task in the day. I've made my bed and it's a gift. You know, I don't know about you guys, but I know when I come into my room, when I see a nice bed that's made and all my pillows are in place, I kind of just oh, makes me feel good as opposed to walking into the room and seeing the bed not made and the pillows all over the place. It's just like, it's just a, a, a different attitude or perspective that I have when I look at a room where the bed's made versus uh, a room where the bed is not made. Imagine if you were to go into a hotel room and the bed's not made. Like, <laughs> okay, what's going on in the room? I think it's kind of the same, along the same line, right? Uh, yeah. When you go into a hotel room, you would expect the bed to be made, but what happens if it wasn't? Yeah. I struggle with this one. If I am the last one out of the bed, I make it. Always. I like to have the bed made because the dog and the cat will like to sleep on there. And I'm like, I want nothing like under the sheet. So I like to make the bed. I like the way it feels. Yeah. I like going to bed. It's like opening a gift for yourself. Like, ooh, I get to get in these fresh covers. <laughs> you know, I give myself the gift in the morning and then I get to open another one at night. It's so great. But if I'm not the if I'm not the last person in the bed, the bed does not get made. And I know that she wrote in there, make your half of the bed. And, you know, let your partner sleep on the other side. But as soon as I get out of bed, the dog takes my spot. And then, you know, my husband turns sideways and like sleeps diagonally across the whole bed. So maybe I'll, I'll try. I'll, sell, I'll put the blankets up nice all, all over him and set up the pillows <laughs> and just try my part of at least making the bed. That's funny that, that she says that because when I get up in the morning, um, Steve's still in bed. So I actually pull up my side of the bed, the covers, and I make sure it's nice and flat. I don't put the pillows on it, right? Because um, there's quite a few of them, and I don't want to, you know, wake him up. But I do pull up the covers so that all he needs to do is take the pillows off my chair and then place them nicely on the bed. Yeah, your bed is always made. Always. Yeah, I like it nice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. The fourth one is celebrate yourself. This is where you give that high five to yourself in the mirror. And I know in the book, she actually said that somebody said, well, why don't I just like give myself a high five in the air? But, and she's like, what? Well, she uses a few choice words. And I love that about her too in the audible. I don't know if she does it in her book, but 
She's like, that's nothing stupid. You can't just do that, a high five in the air. Actually touching, there's, there's something about the, the touch being tactile. When you do that high five in the mirror, it's similar to just getting a high five from somebody else. It's a totally different feeling when you have that that mirror on your hand. Yeah, it's like, oh, you're touching in, like you're touching the inside, like your soul kind of. Sometimes I don't um, want to touch my mirror because I don't want to leave marks on it. So I like do like a very energetic like high five and I like come like really close to the mirror. And then like some days if I really need it, I'll just like put my hand on the, I'll just like lean on the mirror and put my hand on it. Um, so maybe I should, I should kind of try the different ways. It's so funny you say that because Steve's like, well, am I going to start to see fingerprints all over the mirror now? <laughs> And then so our mirror is not attached to the wall. It's just like sitting there. It's huge. Oh, okay. So if I keep touching it, it's eventually going to, if I'm not paying attention, it will push back and then fall over and shatter. I think that's why I'm not doing it. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) But yes, the high five, it's like the easiest thing. I, like I said before, thought it was super cheesy is, is the best. It really just, it wakes you up. It makes you believe in yourself again. It gives you confidence for, for the day to keep going. Um, and then sometimes even like if it's in the middle of the day and I'm just having a rough, rough go at it, I'm like, Hey, I look myself in the mirror. I'm like, you got this dude, let's go. And I'll give myself a high five. <laughs> I love it. Just hearing you talk about it. It's like, it just brings a smile to my face. So I think it's going to be cheesy at first, but I I'm going to, you're going to walk away feeling so energized. That's what I think. You know, I think I'm going to start whenever I go to people's houses, I'm just going to go into the bathroom and check the mirror and see if I see handprints and be like, hey, <laughs> I see you are a part of the challenge. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> All right. Number five, take care of yourself. Put your exercise clothes on. Now, now this might be a challenge for some of us. Uh, especially if we're not used to, I guess, doing some type of routine. Uh, but I will say this. I, I haven't started doing the challenge yet, but if you just, at the very least, put your clothes on, doesn't necessarily mean you got to go out to the gym or you have to do a 30-minute workout or you have to go outside and walk. But the fact that you just put your clothes on is the start of something, Right. Maybe the next thing or the next morning what you do is you put your exercise clothes on and your sneakers. And then by the time you do that, you're probably going to say to yourself, well, this is silly. I've got my exercise clothes on and my sneakers. I might as well just go for a walk or something. So I think it's a great way to start if you haven't already. Yeah. Start getting yourself to move. Yeah. And lay your clothes out. That's what I do. I've got like my socks, my sneakers, and I've got my little workout outfit ready to go. So you know, part of my routine is after I do all of those things is I'm going to put my workout clothes on. If I'm, if they're on, I'm like, okay, I might as well just go. (laughs) Versus if you stay in your pajamas, like you're just like, oh, let me just cuddle on the couch. You know? Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So take care of yourself, guys. Put your exercise clothes on and start moving. Um, The last one is train your RAS. Now your RAS is your reticular activating system. And what she tells you to do is to dream in the morning. So just to touch upon that very quickly, the reticular activating system is a set of neurons in your brain that actually let certain information in and then block 
other information. Um, give you an example. If any of you out there have ever had a terrible breakup with a boyfriend or girlfriend, right? Your RAS is holding on to things that you deem as important. And if you continually think about your ex-boyfriend or ex-girlfriend, um, it's going to let all that, all those things that have to deal with your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend in, meaning a song or a scent or the places that you've been to. So it's just going to continually scan and look for information related to your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend because you're telling your brain, your RAS, that that's important to you. But guess what happens when you find a new boyfriend or new girlfriend? They're going to stop thinking about your ex because now you're telling your brain they are not important. And you probably are not going to hear any songs anymore. Any sense won't be, there won't be any sense that you're going to notice. Uh, places, you know, you won't think about those places that you guys have been. So we'll talk about this more in our next episode as we talk about the book. But I just wanted to give you guys a definition of what RAS is so that you kind of have an idea of what we're talking about when we say train your RAS. Dream in the morning. Think about positive things so that every everything you look at, your brain is constantly going to be looking for things that are aligned with that positive thought. Yeah. And then real quick, kind of the RAS is like, in short, even shorter, is if you hear your name, whether you're paying attention or not, you're going to turn and it's going to grab your attention. It's just like what your brain is innately kind of paying attention to. And then just to go a little bit deeper into what she's saying about dream in the morning is uh, she actually has access to a free um, high five journal where you essentially just write out what you're feeling in the morning very quickly. And then you list three things that you want no matter what they are. And they can be the same thing every day or they can change up. But basically, you're going to start training your brain to think and start manifesting the things that you want. And when you're dreaming in the morning about them, you're going to find that you're going to work harder towards them and maybe find those opportunities a little bit more when you start Mm -hmm. dreaming about them in the morning. Yep. So I like that. That's not something that I do. I know I like to reflect at night and I think about the things that I'm grateful at night, but I never... I have never done that in the morning is, is do that. Now I did when I was journaling and I haven't journaled in a while, honestly, it's been like a month. It's been pretty bad. Um, but when I would journal in the morning, I would take like 10, 15 minutes and just like write out what I was feeling, but I never really listed the things I wanted. So yeah. I'm going to start when we start this challenge and, you know, start the book and everything or talk about the book. I'm kind of excited to see what manifestations I can bring to the front by simply dreaming in the morning. Yeah, I'm actually excited about that one. Yeah. That one really hit home too because i got to share with you guys another example. Think about like you guys are going out to buy a, a car. Brittany, you used to drive an orange SUV, right? You never saw an orange SUV on the road, that Subaru, until you bought the car. You buy the car and holy crap, look how many orange Subarus there are. Um, it's not that they didn't exist because they were out there, but to your RAS, you are telling your RAS, this orange Subaru is really important to me. So it starts scanning and looking for orange Subarus. And that's how come uh, you start to notice them. There's so much information being thrown at you that you can't possibly uh, take process all of them in it. at once. Process it, yeah. So, again, once you start to tell your brain, hey, this is important, just like the dreams, 
that are important to you, it's going to start looking for those pieces of information or those things that align with that dream. So thought I'd throw that out there too. Yep, 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 definitely. I love that. So was that the last one? That is the last one. Okay. So to kind of summarize what we talked about today, basically we love Mel Robbins and Mel Robbins, if by some crazy happen chance you're listening to this, we love you. (laughs) And maybe if we get big enough, we'll have you on the show. (laughs) But we talked about three things from her today, um, dealing with the number five-ish. And um, the the first one is the five, four, three, two, one, launch yourself into action. So stop holding yourself back. If there are things that you want to do, don't let anybody, especially yourself, get in the way because you are going to be your biggest, I feel like, obstacle. Telling mm-hmm. yourself, you know, you can't do this. And that goes back to our early episodes of mindset, of making sure you're, you're in the right mindset to believe in yourself and get these things done. So five, four, three, two, one, get off your butt, get it done. Yep. The second thing we talked about was the high five challenge, which once again, go to Hi, number five challenge.com. Join this challenge with us. We're going to link it in the show notes and put it on our website. We're going to be doing uh, this challenge. We are high fiving ourselves every day. We are giving ourselves encouragement. You know, we're going to push ourselves through the day. I don't need to look for anybody. I don't need to look to anybody to give me that encouragement and tell me I'm doing a good job. I can give myself that encouragement and tell myself I'm doing a good job. Absolutely. And then the last one was like the high five habits. So there's six but they are the high five habits. And we (laughs) talked about all of those to run through those again, mom, what were they really quickly? Put yourself first, tell yourself what you need to hear, give yourself a gift, celebrate yourself, take care of yourself and train your RAS. There it is. And then on next week's episode, we are going to be diving more into Mel Robbins' book, The High Five Habit. So if you're listening, grab that Audible or grab the book, read it with us so we can discuss it next week. Mom, you got anything else? Oh, that is it. I'm excited for next week's episode to talk about this book because, guys, it really – I thought it was really good. Yeah, and I want to say this too. Like, we – this is not all of the book, right? So there you, I, hello, all of the <laughs> A-E-I-O-U. Um, we really recommend that you read it because like mom said, she goes into so much research and so much science that backs all of this with incredible stories oh, and yeah. some insights and just some personal experiences that really bring the whole book together. So we are definitely not doing it any justice at all. We just wanted to share some tips and tricks that we learned from the amazing Mel Robbins. And we're going to see where this takes us on our health and wellness journey. Yes. All right, guys. So thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. Please continue to support us by subscribing to our podcast as well as rating us on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. If you love this episode, share this on your Instagram stories and tag us at wayward underscore lasses. And if you're not following us... <laughs> what are you doing? Follow us so you can stay up to date on the tips, tricks, and tricks. Hello, tips, tricks, and short stories that we share, or send us some love on our Facebook Wayward Lasses community page. Don't forget that. Why can't I speak? Hello. Don't forget if there's a topic you love for us to cover, email us at waywardlasses at gmail.com and our website, www.waywardlasses.com, where most importantly, uh, mom's blog is on there. So we've got some great stuff on there. All right, guys. Mom, do you want to sign us out for today? Yes, of course. Until next time, guys, we are the Wayward Lasses, reminding you to keep it real. Thanks, all. Bye. Bye. Thanks for stopping by.
you guys. 